sound as it hits the floor. Something cracks inside my mind. This isn't my bedroom. I've been kidnapped. No, no. Stumbling backward, I look around me. It's so dark, I don't know if my eyes are open or closed. I hold them open with my fingers for a moment, but it makes no difference. There must be a logical explanation for this. Perhaps I hit my head falling from my horse again. Perhaps I'm still asleep. I pinch myself, yet the pain that shoots through my hand is suddenly overtaken by a horrible ache inside my breast. A hot, tender, bruised, strange sort of yearning. I am fearfully, horribly awake. Where am I? I dare not breathe, but somehow I do. I have to. Beatrix, I say quietly. The sound of nothingness buzzes inside my head. What time is it? I must move. Reaching out, I walk slowly at first, cautiously searching for something, anything that might inform me as to my location. As my panic increases, so does my pace. I must find a lamp, a door, a dressing table. However, I brush nothing but air until I hit another stone wall. Placing my back against it, I follow it quickly with my palms until I reach a corner. I continue onward, repeating the motion, until I realize I have counted four corners and effectively walked in a square. I'm in a room. A small room. A small room without a door. As horrendous a prospect this may be, I duplicate the process, carefully searching for any grooves or handles that in my haste I may have missed the first time. I kick my feet outward, hoping to knock over a chair or a hat stand. Yet frighteningly, other than the bed, nothing of sufficient prominence or irregularity strikes me. I walk diagonally across the room. I walk in circles. Nothing. I sit on the floor. How is this possible? Every room has, at the very least, a door. Even if a person is poor, he still has doors. I don't know how long I stay like this, thinking of everything and nothing, scared to call out, too frightened to move, and yet terrified not to do both. I close my eyes for just a moment. When I open them, a small pool of light rests on my arm. I lift my head. A small square window hangs roughly twelve feet above the floor. Unusual vertical lines cross its pane. I squint. What are they? Cautiously, I rise, intending to investigate when a loud bang reverberates from somewhere nearby. I shriek and run toward the bed that I can now see, albeit faintly. I grab the blanket off the floor and leap, pulling the cover over my head.
I hide myself deep and pray they won't notice me. They. My heart is beating too fast. I can't breathe under this insect-ridden material, and it smells. A piece of straw pokes me in the back, but I resist the temptation to move. Lady Stanbury? Who? Anne? Me? Oh, it's Beatrix, dear-hearted Beatrix. I push the cover away from my face and ready myself to jump into her arms. Quick, Beatrix, come inside, quickly now. What has happened to my bed? Where are we? A familiar scratching sound, the lighting of an oil lamp, held up to a woman's face, a face that is not Beatrix's. I scream. She...